being taught that you can come to answers together. So that authenticity, not having every answer, but you have these people in your life who were mentors for you and then you become mentors for others, but that doesn't mean that you have to have all the answers. And just by being honest with each other and walking with each other, you can, you can be upfront about that and say, I don't have all the answers, but let's work on it together. Welcome back to Valdoco. I'm Amy. I'm Vicky. Father Steve. Welcome back, Father Steve. <laughs> Awkward silence. We're yes, back. We're back. We're back together in the provincial house. I'm back from Ecuador. And we're going to finish this season of presence today. How do you feel about that? It's been a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm excited. It was a really good season. Really good stories. But I, I don't know. I think it was kind of hard. It was hard to get the stories together. Um, so I'm excited for us to kind of be in one spot and to actually be able to do the podcast as we have done in the past. Yeah, just excited for the next season to do it like in community. Um, but yeah, but I'm really thankful for the stories that were, were shared. What was one thing you learned? Mm. Why didn't we talk about this before? It would have been helpful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to think about it. I liked some of the sharings on the importance of community. So for me, the, the stories that I had shared were about individual people who had impacted me. And I think a lot of people kind of viewed it that way of the individual people, but Brother Travis touched about it, uh, touched on it, and Deacon Brandon uh, touched on it as well, but kind of the importance of not just one person, but each person within a community and the impact that that can make when one person can't be present, other people can be present, um, or each of us having different gifts and talents. We talk about that a lot as a church, but I think for Brother Travis to kind of share on his example of, of really how he can offer something in a community to a young person and someone else is offering something different. I think that it really allowed me to look at presence in light of not just individuals, but what communities have walked with me and what communi communities am I a part of? So I think that was a beautiful reflection for me this season. Yeah, for me, it just brought home the idea of, I don't know, sometimes when it comes to youth ministry, we try to plan big events, we try to do big things. It's trying on like a, a large scale. But then when you hear all these stories, how many of them were so impactful because they were one-on-one -on -one or small communities or a more intimate setting or a friendship or something like that. So it just makes, I don't know, makes me reflect a lot about how we are supposed to do youth ministry, how we're supposed to do church, how we're supposed to do community and how sometimes it's, we want the big events, we want the NCYCs, we want like a lot of energy, we want all that kind of stuff because it's, it looks good and it's a lot of energy and there is a place for it and a lot of good things happen there. But within that big event, usually we need, if there's no smaller interactions, if there's no good conversations, if there's no moments of confession, if there's no like really quiet moments of prayer, um, I don't know, usually things don't happen. So we do need the big events, but it just gives me more, I don't know, more perspective in how it's a lot of patience, it's long game, it's little by little. Um, so that's kind of what I got over over these these weeks of, of speaking with people and just reflecting my own life. It really is. And then being able to go down to Ecuador and seeing and meeting all the people from, I don't know, 20 different countries down there in South America and Central America and um, from all over. It was, uh, yeah, it was good to see that despite the language and differences in culture, Right, the same need for community, the same need for friendship is is always there, and that's, you know, something that could be 
it can happen even if you don't speak the language. I felt like a four-year-old trying to speak Spanish, mm-hmm. but we were still able to build community. And, and I have friends now down there that I can speak to. And it's, it was a good uh, yeah, presence. It's good. I think mine was like the intentional presence um, because I think maybe, um, I don't know, we, we think, okay, things just happen. Obviously, we know like God is working through people and um, you know we've heard stories on that before. But just listening to the stories this season, people received this like intentional, like reaching out every time. Um, yeah, just different people in community, like Amy said, that were taking the time to like look at the person in front of them and encounter them. Um, and I think of my role here in the in the office, and then like in the Salesian family, how it's changed, right? That for a long time. Like I needed to be met and I needed to like have an, I, I needed someone to like put the encounter in front of me of like, look, I'm here, I'm, I'm waiting with you, I'm here with you, whatever. But now that that's our role. Um, and I think now post COVID, um, what that's looked like for us um, of, you know, we'd lost contact with a lot of people. Um, and now to be back into contact with, you know, freshmen in, in college to listen to the things that they're going through and, we have Thanksgiving coming up, so reaching out to students to see if they're around to meet the rector major and stuff like that. Like, I'm so excited to hear about how the first you know semester of college has gone for them because there's a few that I have been able to keep up with and and hear um, their answer. But just like that's the role of us now of of asking, you know, like how are things going? Listening to the silly and the important things, um, and just trying to walk. And so I think we just had really good examples of people point out people that were good examples to them that have now taken on that role themselves of I need to be the person that people are going to feel God's presence that can help them figure out where God is in their life or just be like a safety, right? Someone that is going to like safety and like that you're challenged in this safety, but also that you can be yourself, uh, you can learn from, you can ask all of those things. So just I think this, yeah, this season was just a big I, like highlight of like it's time to change um and that it might be hard right that there i'm sure all of these people that were mentioned the people that were present to so the ones that were speaking like probably felt overwhelmed at some point and i feel like we're probably going to get there soon there's not many of us here you know and there's going to be a lot of students very soon that we're hoping to keep up with and you know see where they are and hopefully they understand like their their place in the family and we have to do our best doing that but also like i want to know what's going on in their life i want to know where they see themselves how they're growing where they're being challenged so i don't know it just seems like it stretched out the road in yeah. front which is good yeah another thing was when you look at the people i guess that they're they're not perfect mm. no so they Everybody that they spoke about and everybody that I see in my own life and then me personally, like recognizing, okay, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I have my sin. I have my past. I have all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't stop from encountering somebody, you know, of being present, of being patient, of being there for, for somebody. Because we spoke about this when I, also when I was in Quito of just, okay, what does it mean to be a Slesian? What are the young looking for today? How do I be? But And a lot of it comes down to this coherency, right? They want an authentic person they want somebody who is is real and not faking and not pretending to have everything together but it's just like this coherent witness this authentic witness and uh and to be able to show that is uh you know that's when you really meet the person 
So them meeting me and me meeting them when we're able to be honest and real and, and uh, not always easy to do and it's scary sometimes to be vulnerable, but it's for a real encounter, for real learning, for real friendship, like all that stuff is, is needed. It reminds me of what Maho said about, um, I think it was a relationship with her sister when she was talking about um, being taught that you can come to answers together. So that authenticity, not having every answer, but you have these people in your life who were mentors for you and then you become mentors for others, but that doesn't mean that you have to have all the answers. And just by being honest with each other and walking with each other, you can you can be upfront about that and say, I don't have all the answers, but let's work on it okay, together. together yeah. um, and kind of, Vicky, what you were saying as well, like how the more relationships that you want to have like this one-on-one -on -one with, but then the more that we're able to kind of have that cycle of when we're walking with people, then they can walk with people and kind of not viewing it only as like one person. And again, Maho was talking about that, like her sister was kind of a mentor for her, but now she can be a mentor for her nephew, her godson. And so I think that's also like a powerful message um, for me from this season is, I feel like I say this on a lot of episodes that I'm on, but like you feel like you need to take it all on yourself. But mm -hmm. then hearing stories like this, it's, it's just powerful to be like, no, it's there's there's other people, and and when you do well with accompanying, then other people can accompany as well. So yeah, and I think that helps it maybe to offer the importance of like to to be a good person that will help accompany other people. Like you have to also be you can't do things alone, right? Um, yeah, just, you know, Father Steve was talking about it after he got back, like learning about the life of St. John Bosco and how many people influenced, and I felt the same. Like, Father Mike Pace did such a good job of, like, literally sharing every single person that impacted St. John Bosco to get him to be St. John Bosco. Like, it was not alone. He had friends. It was not just, like, him against the world. It was, like, him and his, like, best friends and family against the world. That was, like, right. So I just feel like that... That's why he was great. Like, that's why he could do all the things that he was doing. And, like, that we can't be people for other people unless we have people by our side. Because you, you can't. Like, you're not healthy. You're not talking about, I don't know. Like, that's when you have good boundaries because you have people to talk about things with that then you're not oversharing with, with young people or other people that need you. Um, and I think that's, like, that's the big part. All of these people had, everyone that was mentioned this season that was being talked about on the podcast, like, nobody was like, oh, yeah, they overshared with me, and, like, that was really powerful. <laughs> like, like, no, they were vulnerable, which is important. They were themselves. They were human. They were in all their flaws, whatever, all these things. But, like, it was not like, oh, yeah, I had an inappropriate, like, sharing, and it was, like, really weird, but, like, it was great for me. You know, like, that's not what happens because, like, maybe they had a community supporting them so that they could show up mm. the best they could be at that moment, still themselves, still fully human, but, you know, all of the hard stuff that was going on in their life was processed with the people that needed to be processed with. And then they came forward and could be present. And so I just think, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's huge. You know, we can't do this alone. It's a hard job. It's hard to be in other people's lives. Um, and, like, no matter whether you're in youth ministry or you're a teacher or, like, you volunteer or, like, whatever it is, like, you have to have some sort of healthy community around you or at least be looking for a healthy community to be good for other people, I think. And, you know, in, re like, relationship with God, obviously, right? Like, that's huge. If you're hiding, it just shows, I think. So, um, 
yeah, just really, really good like lessons I think learned for me personally. Amen. And so we'll never leave presence, right? <laughs> presence is powerful. Presence that is powerful. Steve an entire year ago when he was in Gainesville. <laughs> but uh, we're, we are moving into a new season, right, Amy? Yes, we are. <laughs> Amy's <laughs> almost favorite. Advent, my second, second favorite, favorite time of uh, the year. <laughs> Advent is my favorite time of the year. So we're going to move into Advent because if you're listening to this this week, we have Christ the King coming up on Sunday, and then we have a week, and then we have the first Sunday of Advent. So, um, yeah, just preparing for Christmas, and we will prepare for Christmas together on the podcast. So we will take the Sunday readings and uh, just do a little reflection, a little dialogue, how it applies to our life, uh, kind of under the theme of we've chosen, we have chosen. <laughs> we? What did you mean? Uh, world of grace, world of grace, Good. this idea that um, everything, everything that we are around, there's grace. Um, God is continually helping, helping us. He's mm -hmm. never leaving us alone. So grace is always, always there available. And we'll just see how that, how that affects our preparation for Christmas, seeing God incarnate, walking in our mess, walking in our life, in our world, and how we can prepare for that and how, uh, so what, what that will look like. So journey with us this Advent season as we kind of go through the Sunday readings. Um, this would be a great opportunity if you're really not going to Mass or if you've kind of fallen away for a little bit. Advent is a great season so to to start this kind of, um, I don't know, the candles and the just the feel of, at least here in the New York, the winter kind of season and preparing for, for Christmas. It's a beautiful moment for, for a spiritual life. So um, yeah, this is a good time if this podcast can help but to just kind of prepare for, for Sunday Masses. Um, you got something to say about that? I completely agree. <laughs> so excited. So excited. I love, I love a church in Advent. <laughs> so yeah. good. Uh, can we have a wreath here? Yeah, so we can have a wreath. Can we sing? Some candles. Make it really like, cringy on here? Yeah, great. It's the song. I come on, real-time real Lexio. Oh, come, oh, come <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. Not yet, not yet. Too, too soon, too I'm soon. I'm a stickler for that. <laughs> but there's that quote. I have to pull it from my office. The one of, I'm so glad. Uh, Jesus was born in a manger. It's like above my phone. I'll bring it on the next podcast. Next podcast. Wow, <laughs> cliffhanger. <laughs> I know. Our first one, maybe. But we're excited. It's going to be are. nice. And then the last thing, also time sensitive. If you're listening to this this week, mm. before Thanksgiving, we have the rector major coming. Pray for us. Yes. Don Angel Fernandez is in California right now, and then he's going to come to the Washington, D.C., New Jersey, New York area. Um, so this is, Father Angel is the successor of Don Bosco. He is the one who kind of keeps the unity of the Salesian family, uh, kind of helps with guiding our mission and inspiration and charism. Um, obviously he has a team that he lives in Rome, but he visits all the different places. And, and this year we have the fortune, the blessing of him coming to, to our province. Mm -hmm. So he'll spend Thanksgiving with the... I think the FMA in the morning and then SDBs in the afternoon and he's going to visit Washington, D.C. and he's going to visit um, Salesian High School and Porchester, St. John Bosco Parish. So, yeah, pray for us, please. Hopefully some of you who listen are going to be around mm -hmm. and visit some of the events. But, uh, yeah, Father Angel, our rector major, will be here next week. Next week. Have him on the podcast. I know. We, I have, we said it too. We talked about having him on the podcast, but... We'll see. He's too big. He's too important. He's too. <laughs> he's busy. He's busy. <laughs> Come down here in this little room for. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll try. We'll, we'll try. try. We'll see. We'll what see what happens. happens. But it's gonna Say be great. Yeah, it'll be great. But yeah, keep us in prayer and then keep um. 
I think all the students, all the students and young people and Salesian mm-hmm. family that he's going to be meeting in prayer, that they're open and honest mm-hmm. and um, just transparent about who they are and who we are here so that he can have a better understanding of the United States. Um, he's, vi- he's visited Canada, so he knows about Canada. He knows all about you guys up there. <laughs> um, but so that he can, he can see what's here, uh, what our needs are and, yeah, what our hopes and dreams too um, and help us get there. So it'll be good. All right. <laughs> We're all nodding at each other. Stop. Making eye contact. Let's go. Nodding. Okay. All right. So, Amy, give us a little prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear God, we ask you to please watch over us. Please watch over all those who are listening to this podcast and also all those in the Legion family. Um, especially during this time as we're preparing for Thanksgiving in the United States and then for Advent in the church, um, to make this a fruitful time for us that we may be filled with gratitude for all that you have done in our lives and that we may pass that gratitude on to others. Um, We pray in a special way for all those who have been present to us, who have walked with us, and for all those that we're walking with, that you may continue to speak through them and speak through us, that we may be instruments of your love and your grace. We pray all this in your name. Amen. Amen. Mary, help of Christians. Pray for us. St. John Bosco. Pray Pray for for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. See you next week. (laughs) That was like harmonized. (laughs) Bye.